Coaches, thanks for joining us. Many of you have been loyal listeners over the last 18 months we've been having the podcast, and this is the 100th episode, and I again, I appreciate the support from Dr. Dish. They've been with us since the beginning, We've been with us through the coaching clinics, the podcast, everything that uh, I've tried to undertake with United Basketball. But with this 100th episode, you know, you start to think, who would you want to interview? Who would you want to talk to? And unfortunately, uh, someone who impacted United Basketball Clinics and impacted my life in general passed away on Friday. Some of you met this man, Bob Gardner, if you attended a Hoosier Gym Clinic or listened to the podcast. He was interviewed a couple times. So I want to take this time to honor him and speak about his influence on Indiana Basketball, the Hoosier Gym, United Basketball Clinics, and just my great respect for Bob as he <clears throat> as he spent the last seven or eight years impacting others with his passion, enthusiasm, his love for Indiana high school basketball, and for life in general. I'm also going to put some clips of Bob in his own words throughout the podcast, so I hope you will appreciate this podcast episode and honoring a man who I will greatly miss as I make my annual trip to Indiana. So I first connected with Bob, I believe it was 2016. Um, I was trying to grow the clinics. I'd just been hosting them in Tennessee. And I was thinking, if I could have a clinic anywhere in the country, where would it be? And obviously I love the movie Hoosiers. <clears throat> as do many people my age. And so I just started reaching out. And somewhere along the way, I got a hold of Bob Gardner, and I knew when we connected that it would it, we would have a friendship and that he would be a great supporter of United Basketball and definitely want to bring the clinics there. And so we did that. And take away the COVID year, I believe we have had six clinics there. And even when we had the COVID year with no clinic, I drove to Indiana and spent time with him, and um, that's that's the uh, the words you'll hear from him. We were sitting in the gym talking. So I'm, I'm saddened. Um, Bob was a gr- a good man. I remember after the clinics, many times he would keep the food to feed the school kids as they'd come over and, and use the gym for after school uh, care and just and just play basketball and hang out at the gym. Many times he talked about. You know, how how he hoped the gym would impact the community and the kids, and and it did. I mean, over 60,000 people a year came to visit the gym uh, on an annual basis. Over 60,000 people came to Knightstown, which had a definite economic impact on that small community. If you've ever been there, then you you know what I'm talking about. In the middle of the cornfields, away from the interstate, away from Indianapolis, you know, there's Knightstown, Indiana which we will continue to go to. We will continue to have the clinics there. It will just be a little difficult next year as Bob won't be there to greet us with his loud, graveling voice. Uh, Bob had no inside voice, no whisper. He was going to speak loudly at all times. And um, the, the the clinicians love connecting with Bob. I remember my friend Rob Jones. Richmond was there this year and 
Bob remembers sitting by him at a random game in Florida that Bob was scouting, and Bob happened to be there to watch a high school kid, as, as Bob used to live in Florida. And after his wife passed away, he re- relocated to Knightstown. So I'm going to share some clips uh, from Bob when we were in the gym talking. He talks about uh, a book he wrote. Uh, he talks about the impact of the gym on his life. So I'm going to share a snippet here of Bob talking about how the Hoosier gym impacted him. Well, I, w- I played on the last team uh, that played in the gym in 1966. Uh, I was a 5'10 starting center. I started uh, 20 games at the center of the bench. And uh, <laughs> I uh, went away to college and was never even back in the gym until August of 2015. Wow. And uh, my wife had passed away the previous year. We'd lived in Florida for 15 years. And the Sjogren Society, who she was actively involved with, uh, asked me to do a bicycle ride in her honor. So I came back and rode a bicycle from here to Boulder, Colorado to raise money for the society. And while I was here, I, that magic of being in the building sort of took over. And I thought, well, if I can sell my house in Florida, I might move back and Six years later, I'm here. And we will have another clip or two in a few minutes. But as you read uh, articles about Bob, there's, there's been one on, I think, usatoday.com and, and other places. He really resurrected the gym. It was not doing well. It was struggling. And if you ever met him, and again, I've had so many texts from coaches who attended and so many uh, of the speakers who'd spoken at the gym once they found out of, the, out of his death. Um, he just impacted you. He was passionate and he really had a love for the gym. He had a love for the movie. And thankfully he was able to have a showing of the movie recently with the director of Hoosiers. And they sat side by side eating popcorn, enjoying the movie with some edited uh, scenes added back to the movie. So thankfully he was able to do that. I know that was something he wanted for the years and they uh, re- retired some of the players jerseys um, who played on the original Hoosiers team the real Hoosiers team the Milan team uh, obviously Hoosiers is uh, a fictional team but based off the team who won the championship there in Indiana in the small school division but I mean he just impacted people and uh, I'm thankful that he allowed uh, our organization to uh, be a part of the the Hoosier gym, because that's the clinic that put us on the map. I've done clinics around the country, but that's the one that put us on the map and knowing that we're the only clinic organization that can have a coach's clinic there. We have a loyal following, and it would never never have happened without Bob. There's a good chance that the podcast wouldn't have come about. Many of these things would not have come about if it wasn't for my connection with him. And I'm so thankful I saw him just several months ago at the clinic we had. And every clinician fell in love with him you you can't help but just respect his passion for the game and if you want to get bob fired up talk about the class system in indiana talk about a high school shot clock talk about things like that and you'll have a conversation for 45 minutes so i'm blessed to have called him a friend i'm blessed to have been able to see him once a year for at least the last six years and and text frequently and keep keep in connection with him and definitely saddened and shocked by his passing on December 10th 
Um, so I want this to be a short celebration of his life and just talk about, you know, what, what he's, he meant to me and Indiana basketball, Indiana, the gym hosts several hundred games a year. Um, they've hosted hundreds and hundreds of games since Bob took, took back over in charge of events coordinator, I guess was his title. So many high school players have come in contact with Bob, their parents, the coaches, uh, just a dynamic personality. And um, he even wrote a book a couple years ago, and I'm going to share a clip now of Bob talking about uh, the book he wrote um, about the movie Hoosiers and the life lessons you can learn from that. Over the period of time, uh, people like yourself coming into the gym, and you hear all of these wonderful stories about what the movie Hoosiers meant to them. And I started trying to analyze, well, what part of it was the gym and part, what part of it was the movie and what is this synergism between the two that has 60,000 people a year wanting to come here. Yeah. And it boiled down to the fact that I understood that Angelo Pizzo, who wrote the script, was really a genius because he took an underdog story. Everyone loves underdog stories, but he gave so many life lessons that were hidden in this movie that I decided I was going to figure out what they were. And so I started watching the movie in little five minute segments over and over and over. And I discovered what I felt were 11 distinct life lessons in the movie Hoosiers that were applicable to someone who wanted to have the foundation for a great life. And that's what I did. I'd never written anything before, never done a book. And uh, it was released July 1st. And surprisingly, uh, it's been more successful than I had dreamed of. And it's an easy read. You can knock it out in a weekend. I would challenge you to to purchase that to, to support the gym. And that's what I'm going to do now. I'm just going to have a little call to action. Because I know if Bob was sitting here with me, he would say, please, coaches, buy memorabilia, buy T-shirts, buy posters. You know, Bob can do a better job explaining explaining this himself. Here's what Bob has to say about how purchasing items helps the gym. Could I have one other thing? Absolutely. Uh, you can go on to thehoosiergym.com. Uh, we keep it updated all the time with activities. Also on there, there's a place called Shop. Mm-hmm. You can go in there and buy uh, T-shirts and stuff from the Hoosier Gym. This is the real Hoosier Gym stuff, not that counterfeit hickory yeah. stuff you can buy <laughs> all over the Internet. And then all of that money goes to the Hoosier Gym. And again, 11lifelessons.com uh, for the book. And that money also supports the Hoosier Gym. And thanks for coming. We enjoy always having you back. So coaches, go to the website. It'll be in the show notes. Get a t-shirt, get a hoodie, support this gym. As the town just lost one of their great citizens. And the volunteers at the gym lost a dear friend and someone they spent a lot of time with. So help the gym out. It'll help them financially as they're also struggling uh, with the loss of Bob as well. So my final thoughts about Bob Gardner, who passed away on December 10th at age 74, who loved his wife who preceded him in death, spoke of her often, 
uh, spent time and money to support cancer organizations. Even he mentioned his bike ride from, I think, Knightstown to Colorado, which is quite a feat. Um, is we can all be like Bob Gardner. We can talk to people with love and respect. We can show that we are interested in them as people. Again, if you talk to Bob for five minutes, he treated you like he'd known you for decades. And he would not cut the conversation short. He would give you his time. He would not be checking his cell phone while he's talking to you. He would give you his full and unvited attention. He would not be checking his cell phone while he's talking to you. He would want to sit in the gym and talk about every piece of memorabilia and the scoreboards. And somehow other basketball conversations would, t- would come about. And it would be one of your best memories of the year. And I would dearly miss those. And my other thoughts are, there's someone like Bob in your town. There's someone who works at the Boys and Girls Club, who opens the gym up on Sunday nights and Wednesday nights and after school, and uses their own money to buy kids food because they love kids, they love basketball, and they want to impact others. There's a youth pastor who works thankless hours in the gym, letting kids come play because it keeps them active, it keeps them off the streets, and keeps them out of trouble. So you have these people in your community. I have them in my community. And we need to make sure those people are appreciated and we say thank you uh, before the day comes where we cannot say thank you. And other challenge I have is when I think about Bob, I think about his impact for others. We're all coaches that listen to this podcast. I've been coaching over two decades. I mean, if you've been coaching longer than that or you just got your first job, what are people going to say about you? What are people going to say about me? It's like that old phrase or that old uh, slogan. uh, It's kind of what's your dash? You know, you get a dash in your lifetime. That dash on your headstone, that dash when you've been at a job from, you know, 2000 to 2010, that little one-inch dash or smaller in many instances covers everything you did in a span of time at a job in your life, at a location. So how are we using that dash? How are we impacting others? If it's all about the wins and losses, then sadly, it's only about the wins and losses. And your impact will be very minimal, even with a great winning record. So coaches, let's continue to strive to meet players and coaches and our coworkers and parents where they are and love them and invest in them And so one day when people talk about you and I, they will speak as fondly as us as we do about Bob Gardner. Have a great holiday season, coaches. I look forward to 2022. We've got many great projects on the horizon. And uh, I look forward to staying connected with you. And uh, to Bob, you're a dear friend. I'll miss our annual visits and our hours of conversation in the gym. And again, uh, to the Nicetown community, My thoughts go out to you, and I um, look forward to seeing you next year, and we can honor Bob in person in the gym. Take care, guys.